I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch with me about anything. 086 658 is the number on WhatsApp and text. Let's kick things off with Lionel. It's a party song. Lionel Richie all night long. Kicking us off on 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. Hope you're doing well wherever you are in the northeast and around the world. We have people around the world listening to us on lmfm.ie, which is lovely. So hope you're keeping well. You can reach out to me on WhatsApp and text 086 1800 658 about anything at all. And today we have a real treat. Oh my goodness, I caught up with this guy last week. Uh, Joseph Ganascoli, a.k.a. Vito from The Sopranos. A lot of people will know uh, the the show and the character, iconic character of Vito, who he played essentially a closet gay gangster, which was revealed in the most spectacular way. And he had such a huge storyline. And uh, he's coming to Dundalk. He's coming to Dundalk on April 23rd because he uh, went viral. You might recall he went viral last year because he proclaimed his uh, love and support for Dundalk Football Club and it was brilliant. He gave them an amazing shout out and he decided to come to Dundalk and to Ireland because his friend Paddy Casey, who's from uh, this neck of the woods, he um, met him and uh, over in the States and the, the two headed off and he's coming over to, to Ireland. This is going to be his first trip to Ireland so we have to really roll out the welcome wagon for him but he's so excited about it. But I caught up with him last week and oh my goodness me, what a character. What, such fun. I had such fun chatting to him. It's something like 20 minute interview, okay, that I had to, <laughs> I had to try and bring you a portion of that but the full interview, okay, for people who want to listen to the full chat, that will be on lmfm.ie but there's a snippet of it that's going to be going out in the second half of the show. 
And uh, yeah, he spoke all about The Sopranos. We chatted about his love of food. He's a chef. He's a professional chef. He ran a couple of restaurants as well. And uh, he did give me a little lesson in how to act like a gangster, which is, you know, fantastic. (laughs) I performed so well. You'll hear that a little bit later on. Uh, But uh, first things first, and we have to pay tribute because, you know, talk about an absolute icon of acting, soap acting particularly. EastEnders star June Brown has passed away. We heard the news yesterday. She died at her home on Sunday, 95 years of age. She did a 35-year run in Albert Square beginning in the 85 and uh, playing the role, iconic role of Dot Cotton and um, fans around the world are remembering her. And one of the clips that keeps popping up, which is brilliant, I remember watching this on Graham Norton at the time. So Graham Norton had June Brown, uh, who plays Don Cotton, uh, Dot Cotton, and also Lady Gaga. I mean, what a match made in heaven right there. Jude Law was on the couch as well. And actually, forget about whoever else was on the couch because it was all about Lady Gaga and June. And the two hit it off and June was promoting her book and uh, Lady Gaga was doing her best to kind of help her promote the book. So here's a little snippet of the two of them in action. Do you know what it was like? It was like two girls getting together over a glass of red wine and just bonding and having fun. Here's a little snippet of them in action. Christ, you won't be expecting that, will you? Not that. I, just got, I just caught my side of myself. I think I look like a zebra. My mother was always doing that. I used to look like this, she used to say, and lift her face like that. But, you see, I've lost £20 writing this book. You're kidding. I am not kidding. Look, you see this dress? Yes. Well, it used to fit me. Well, look. Oh, wow. I know, and I can't afford to lose it. If you could see me underneath this dress... Yes, June? It's not a pretty sight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Well, does yes. I think, isn't it designed to be very safe? I'm no, no, dress. not... Oh, it, uh, has it undone? No, I'm oh, just tailoring right. it for you. I have a safety pin. What are you trying to do behind this? <laughs> She's, She's making it form-fitting. Watch your hat, for God's sake. <laughs> what? No, no, get, get a bit further over, dear. It looks rather good. Oh, look. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Lady Gaga fixing her dress on the chat show and the two lads at the end of the sofa just forget about it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it was like lovely. It really was lovely. And at the end of that interview, he said, uh, Graham Norton says, I feel bad because I'm going to have to separate the two of you. So the two of them bonded so, so well. And, you know, it's one of the, the clips that's doing the rounds at the moment as people remember the legend that is June Brown sadly missed but what an amazing career that lady had and I think everyone will remember Dot Cotton in EastEnders iconic role really and truly she is absolutely just incredible and uh, if you want to find that by the way just search it up if you want 10 minutes of just lovely nice chats and conversation and June Brown really downplaying you know her incredible achievements and her incredible career and the two of them bonding together it's just lovely to watch it's on uh, BBC One's uh, player but you'll find it if you Google it it's, it's lovely remembering the wonderful June Brown there's Adele with hello on LMFM's 11 to 1 
I have to say a big hello to sisters Valerie and Sabrina Sherlock because they have announced some exciting news. It was all over my social media last night. Had to give them a little shout out on the show today and I think this is appropriate to play. Yes, Valerie and Sabrina Sherlock. Uh, They have spent their careers working in the Irish hotel industry and they announced the exciting news that they are opening the Marcy Hotel, it's called, which is on West Street. In other words, the West Court Hotel will now be the Marcy Hotel in Drogheda. And it's very exciting because I know a lot of people in Drogheda were sad to kind of see the West Court close because of the pandemic and everything else. So Valerie... Uh, has worked in the West Court Hotel for almost 30 years and herself and her sister Sabrina will open this modern contemporary boutique style hotel whilst honouring the wonderful history of the building on West Street in Drogheda. Uh, So they're going to focus first of all on providing overnight accommodation. They hope to open the bar and restaurant later on this year. So exciting. Delighted to hear this news and uh, wonderful to see sisters getting together and and making things happen, opening a new business right in the middle of Drogheda. So online bookings for the bedrooms are going to be live from around mid-April and it will open to its first guests on Saturday the 7th of May. So you can find all the details at the Marcy, the Marcy, sorry, the Marcy, M-A-R-C-Y, Drogheda on Facebook, social media. And I want to wish them all of the best to look as they open the hotel We're very excited for them and I really hope that things go well. So great news, great news all around. Now, another group of fantastic ladies doing it for themselves are over in Mead. Yes, they've been working so, so hard for the last couple of weeks to get this event together for Friday night. It's a women's only event. It's a celebration of coming out of lockdown. It's all to raise money for me, the Women's Refuge. I'm going to be chatting to Aoife Bradley. She's a personal trainer. She's the lady who came up with this Women Who Wow event. We'll join her. 11 to 1. Oh yes, it's been a long two years of the pandemic. We are seeing restrictions gone, which is fantastic. And we are celebrating. My first guest has organised the Ultimate Girls Night Out. It's happening this week. It's called the Women Who Wow event. And it's the perfect excuse to put on Beyonce like we're doing now. Get out of the loungewear, get dressed up and have a girls night out. And the best part of all of this is all funds are raised from this event are going directly to the Mead Women's Refuge. I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by the woman who came up with this idea. It's organiser Aoife Bradley. How are you doing Aoife? Hello Sinead, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I had to break out a bit of Beyonce because the yeah. excitement is building for this for Friday, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's absolutely brilliant now. I've just been meeting people all week and we're all getting really excited for it now. Yeah, I can't believe it's only three more sleeps. Three more <laughs> sleeps, is right. Oh my goodness. Now, the women who, wow, uh, you came up with this um, when, uh, you know, kind of, I suppose, through lockdown and through relationships that you kind of connected with people through social media. Tell us how it all kind of formed. Yeah, like I just 
during lockdown, we you know we were spending more time on our social media platforms and I just connected with other women and I just thought, wouldn't it be lovely to get us all in the one room and just celebrate being a woman? You know, I don't, I just don't think we do it enough, you know, and, you know, whether you're a businesswoman, a mammy, a best friend, an aunt, a granny, it doesn't matter, you know, we all just come together now and get the glad rags on, the heels on and, yeah, just have a fun night and, and raise money, as you said, for Mead Women's Refuge. Absolutely. And you're so right. You know, one of the things that's come up a lot, and as you know, uh, I've been chatting to our lovely guests uh, that are going to be there on the night. And uh, one of the things that's come up a lot is this idea of women not really sort of taking time out for themselves and having a night. Yeah. So I love all of that with regards to this. Um, so tell us what's going to happen on Friday, because there is such a huge programme that we're going to try yeah. and cram into one night. Yeah. So basically, the doors will open in the New Grange from seven and you know you'll get your little surprises on the way in I won't give away too much oh yeah keep something yeah back yeah Yeah. absolutely and then um, there's 43 women in business showcasing their business so you'll have an opportunity to you know network with them have a chat with them and see what they've got to offer within their own business then that's going to be going on till about half eight and then the entertainment and all will kick off with your wonderful self as our MC <laughs> I'm very excited about this and we have great guests uh, lined yeah. up to, to speak all women that have overcome something all women who have life experience to share you know we're going to get really into a lot of different things that kind of yeah. crop up a lot of, a lot of the time for women so that's going to be very exciting to, to bring that to, to people and of course lots of great music as well now you mentioned uh, the reason why we're doing this it's all to raise money for Mead Women's Refuge and this is the icing on the, on the cake with regards yeah. to this because you know I think a lot of us were so so shocked by you know what went on behind closed doors during lockdown and I know from speaking to one of our lovely panellists Cidel, uh who is a guard she would have been very much you know witnessing a lot yeah. of what, what has gone on yeah. so this is why we're doing this Yeah absolutely like you know, just not to go too much into this, but I remember about 15 years ago, um, I used to work out in Jackie Skelly's and I met a new client and you just get to know your clients, you know, and you'd say, so what if she wasn't from Navin, you know, and she had fled from a different town and basically she came here with her small children at the time to leave a relationship that wasn't, you know, the best situation for her. And the only place she could go was she heard about Mead Women's Refuge in Navan. And they basically saved her life and saved her child's life. And that story, Sinead, 15 years later, you know, at the time I didn't have any kids, you know, but I remember thinking, wow, only for them. They gave her support. They gave her a roof over her head. You know, she left the town with three very, very small, you know, kids. And she was so vulnerable and fragile. And she got that support. So, you know, you never want to be in that situation, Mm -hmm. but you'd like to think, you could help people and they need the funding, you know. So apart from all of us getting our glad rags on and the fake tan and the whole <laughs> shebang, you know, at the end of the day, and this is what's keeping my nerves at bay for the next three sleeps, is knowing that we're making a difference and that we are raising the money for this amazing facility. Oh, listen, you know, I, that's, it goes without saying, you know, they are fantastic resource here in the area, such a lifeline to women and 
and children all over this country and and this is why we're doing it and you know I predict a lot of laughter a lot of tears a lot of different emotions going to be going around uh, for this night it's going to be one that people will not want to miss now we are hoping to raise as much as we can uh, through ticket sales and tickets for a brilliant raffle give us an idea of some of the prizes on offer because let me say the, the businesses around this neck of the wood have been just so so supportive of this Oh, like so supportive. We've got over 60, like there's still people um, sending in spot prizes from their business. Like we've got facials, we've got hair, we've got um, restaurants, we've got hampers, we've got gym memberships. There's just, I don't think there's a business in the Mead area that hasn't given towards this you know and that's the beauty of it that you don't have to be there on the night if you have other engagements on you can still donate and your name will still go into the raffle which is amazing you know so we're really really trying to push that because I think we're down to like the last five or six ticket sales you know for the event so we just want to now really really push the raffle and if you want to donate whether you're a man a woman it doesn't matter go in for the raffle and all of this money is going to go to to Mead um, Women's Refuge Okay so we have a handful of tickets left so if people want to get them you got to get them now how can we get the tickets Aoife? So it's all on our Women Who Wow event. So Instagram, Facebook, and the link is all there to buy ticket sales. When you click on that link, you'll see absolutely everything. You'll see the list of all the businesses that have donated, the businesses that are doing special offers. Within that, if you've got a ticket, you can go and get a spray tan. There's loads, your hair done. So there's loads. There's a full landing page there that you can go and see absolutely everything that's involved in the night. Aoife, I'm so excited about this. I want to thank yourself and the committee and everybody that is working thank so, you, so hard Sinead. behind the scenes to get this event together. It's I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Really looking forward to Friday. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you, Sinead. Thank you. See you Friday. See you Friday. Aoife Bradley there. Women Who Wow. Okay, it's on this Friday night, Newgrange Hotel in Navin. And as Aoife said, you'll find all of the details all over the social media. Women Who Wow. I love that cover. Smiles, love grows where my rosemary goes. <laughs> We're getting a few messages from the men. Oh, they're feeling left out on 0861800658. Michael says, sounds like a great night, Sinead. If I wear a dress, can I come? I'll be Michaela for the night, Michael. <laughs> Look, at, you know, Aoife did say that she might do one for men. You know, we might have a men's event. Watch this space. That's all I'll say. We're, we're too preoccupied now with everything that has to go on on Friday, you know. But if you'd like to support us, support by donating. Mead Women's Refuge, they need all the funding and help that they can get. So that is the way that you can support the night if you can't be there uh, on the night. Uh, as I say, w- Women Who Wow, you'll find them on Instagram, Facebook, the whole lot. They're all there. Now, in talking about charities, I um, want to mention this. Help for Ukraine. The Irish Red Cross Drogheda branch in association with Monaster Boys Community Group are holding a fundraising event. It's happening on Saturday from 10am to 2 in Cord Church, Thomas Street. So it's a bring and buy sale, raffle, craft stalls, cake sales, all of that. And it's uh, all going towards the Irish Red Cross who are helping the people of Ukraine. So happening on Saturday, 9th of April from 10am to 2 and it's run by Monaster Boys Community Group. So all support and generosity is 
so appreciated for that. If you have any fundraisers or any events that you'd like us to promote, do get in touch with us. Info at lmfm.ie is the best place. Shakira, whenever, wherever, we're talking about kind of gross keepsakes from your kids. This is what we're talking about now. Oh, yeah. And look, it's not unusual. You know, we we keep things, don't we? Sentimental keepsakes from our children's early days. So, you know, you might have first teddy bear, first pair of shoes. But TV host Kat Dealey has revealed her plans to wear, wear her son's baby teeth on a bracelet. Yeah. I think that's a step too far. Uh, her sons, Milo and James, uh, <laughs> have had a visit from the tooth fairy. So she says, what am I going to do with this tooth? So she decided she's going to have them dipped in gold and turned into a charm that she can wear in a bracelet. She even found a jewellery designer happy to bring this unorthodox idea to life. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be like dipped in gold, dangling on a bracelet. No, I think that to me now is just... No, I don't like it. Um, Do you keep a lot of things, keepsakes, when it comes to your kids? Like, teeth aside, I do have the little hat. You know the little hat that they give you for baby in the hospital? I have the hospital band, you know, with the the details of the baby, that kind of thing uh, on it. There are some people out there who've kept the umbilical cord clamp complete with a bit of umbilical cord attached to it as well. No, step too far. People keep children's lock of hair after the first haircut, that kind of thing. You know, that to me is acceptable. That is acceptable. I'm asking you today, have you kept any keepsakes from your kids from the early days? Would you like Cat Dealey sort of keep the teeth? I don't know. To me, it just seems a bit... I don't know. I'm a bit weird about it. Let me know. 086-1800-658. Unusual... Maybe a little bit gross, keepsakes. You see, it's probably not gross to you. But let me know what you have belonging to your kids from the early days. 86 658 We are going back to the year 1994 very shortly. And have music from Laura Isabor on the way. 11 to 1. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy-efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 7 We're going back to the year 1994. Prince's song Most Beautiful Girl in the World was into the top five hits on radio. On this day, Kurt Cobain died at his home in Seattle by suicide. He was discovered three days later and fans around the world mourned his death in a vigil. Then on April 10th, and actress Lily James is celebrating a birthday. She turns 30 today. And today is Star Trek First Contact Day. Yeah, apparently in 2063, Zephram Cochran, the first, uh, took a flight at speeds in excess of warp one in Phoenix, alerting the Vulcan race to their entrance into the interstellar community, initiating the first contact. Some 300 years later, it was commemorated as First Contact Day. So this is a big deal for people who are Trekkies. Star Trek First Contact Day. It's happening today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Would you wear your children's baby teeth as a bracelet, dipped in gold as a bracelet? That's what Kat Dealey is doing. We're talking about keepsakes, though. 
children's keepsakes what have you kept from your kids like would you have locks of hair lying around would you have the first tooth lying around somewhere what sort of things sentimental things do you have from your kids from their early days let me know 086 1800 658 Wake up one morning There's Laura Isabor with Shine on LMFM's 11 to 1 We've got news at 12 on the way and after that Forget about it I get a lesson on how to be a gangster with Sopranos actor Joseph Ganascoli. You do not want to miss that chat. Plus, we're talking keepsakes that you've kept from your children's early days. That's all to come. 11 to 1. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you till one. Little mix breakup song kicking off our second hour. People are getting in touch on 086-1800-658. Earlier on, we were chatting about unusual, but sort of any keepsakes, to be honest. Any keepsakes that you have from your children's early days, because this was triggered by TV host Kat Dealey, who has decided to keep her son's baby teeth, dip them in gold and hang them on a bracelet around her wrist. A step too far, I feel. But uh, judging by some of these messages coming in, There may be some things that are a little bit more gross than that. I'll bring you all of those just after this. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. I'm Louise. Harry Styles' new tune, As It Was, made a massive debut on the official singles chart on Friday. And it already had double the chart sales of the current number one. His album Harry's House will be out on June 10th. Travolta has surprised shoppers and pubgoers in the UK with appearances in Norfolk. The actor is believed to be in the area for filming just days after he was on stage at the Oscars in LA. The 68-year-old is understood to have chatted with people at a supermarket after staff spotted him standing at the bread counter. Judd Apatow has shared the worst part of being friends with Paul Rudd. He explains the one big problem with being Paul's pal. And you know the worst part about being friends with Paul Rudd as the guy who doesn't age? Yeah. Is I age. <laughs> so every picture with him, like I have pictures with him for the last like 20 years, and he just doesn't change, and I'm slowly falling apart. Yeah. No, you, know, you look great. You look, here's you. Here's, here's you. us 10 years ago. This is 10 years ago. It's you and Paul Rudd 10 years ago. Okay. He looks exactly the same right now. He looks exactly the same. I look like his dad. <laughs> That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. (laughs) The Buzz on LMFM. With the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Crown Plaza Dundalk.ie has it all. We're talking about your keepsakes that you have from your kids. Teeth, baby teeth dipped in gold, hung around a bracelet. A little bit of a step too far for me, but you are getting in touch on 086 658 uh, This one, not sure who this is from, but I have a scrapbook with all drawings uh, from the kids from a young age and stuff made at school. But dipping their teeth in gold, not a chance. Half the time you're scrambling to find the tooth for the tooth fairy, let alone wearing them. True. That is true. You're like, where is that? Have you put it under your pillow? Yes, okay. <laughs> yes, I'm, I've been there. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, David's been on. He says, Sinead, I have Kate's first school shirt. Kate is nearly 20. Acceptable, I would say, with regards to that. Uh, Deirdre says, 
Uh, big no to the teeth, but I do have my kids' hands and feet in clay moulds. Yeah, a lot of people do that. The little handprints and the little feet as well in moulds. Really, that's a good one, yeah. Uh, kept all the hospital bands and baby first birthday cards. I have them in a shoebox, says Christine. Yeah, I have the first, you know, like the christening cards or the first birthday cards. Yes, I'm a big kind of hoarder of cards. I have my wedding cards as well. That's something I keep. Uh, also, I know my own mum kept school reports, you know. Sinead is too busy talking in class to listen to what the teacher is saying. That was the running theme in a lot of mine. Uh, My copies as well, you know, school copies, that kind of thing. This is now heading towards the gross kind of aspect of this. No name on this one. Sinead, I knew somebody who made a dream catcher, a dream catcher out of her umbilical cord. It hung in the kids' room for years thinking about it grosses me out. Well, it grosses me out too. An umbilical cord dream catcher. No, no. Those things don't belong in art. I don't think. Do they? Keep them coming in. Keepsakes. What keepsakes have you kept from your kids uh, from the early ages? 086-1800-658. There's Brian Adams. Everything I do. Amanda says no lunch for me, Sinead, after that traumatic umbilical cord account. Gross. Apologies, Amanda. Apologies. Now, we will go back to keepsakes uh, in a little while, but... Uh, I've got a real treat for you because last week I caught up with the absolute legend that is uh, Joseph Ganascoli. He plays Vito, Vito Spadafore on the worldwide hit HBO series The Sopranos. We talked Sopranos, we talked about, you know, playing a role, a very different role for a gangster character, being that Vito was uh, in the closet, he was gay and he uh, was exposed and what that was like. We also are chatting about his love of Dundalk Football Club and he gives me a little lesson and how to be a gangster that's all on the way 11 to 1 He's best known for playing the role of Vito Spatafore on the worldwide hit HBO series The Sopranos, a role that was groundbreaking in its portrayal of a bisexual character. But my next guest is a man of many talents. As well as being a great actor, he's a dab hand at cooking, a professional chef who ran various restaurants in the States. But he was drawn to acting and although not keen to work in TV initially, he was eventually persuaded to audition for The Sopranos and the rest is history. He made local and national news here last year when he surprised fans by pledging his allegiance to Dundalk Football Club. He promised he would visit Dundalk when he arrived in Ireland and he has made good on his promise because he's going to visit Dundalk. It's a very special event called An Evening with Joseph Ganascoli. It's happening April 23rd in McAllister's in Bridge Street in Dundalk and this event is very much co-hosted by Irish Afi and I'm delighted to be joined by Joseph Ganascoli. He's on the line with me now. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, you got my name right too. That's beautiful. Perfect. Oh, good. We're off to a good start. I was a little bit nervous about that, Joseph. <laughs> <I'm honest. laughs> uh, but listen, before we talk about your career and acting and everything, tell me, how did this affiliation with Dundalk Football Club come about? Because we were so surprised and delighted over here going, oh my God, Vito from Sopranos loves Dundalk Football Club. Yeah. Well, I had met uh, Patty Casey, a friend of mine, many, many years ago, uh, doing a soprano tour in New York, which I used to do. And I'd meet all the uh, fans before they got on the bus. I'm sure there's been hundreds and hundreds of uh, people from Ireland that have uh, done the tour. So we always kept in touch. And um, 
he started uh, Arisha Fai, uh, and I came on board. And he knows I'm a big sports fan, and one thing led to another about the uh, Dundalk uh, Football Club, and I became a fan. I was a fan of Fats. Now he's not even with the team anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. And, you know, as you mentioned, our lovely friend Paddy Casey there of Irish Fi, brilliant website, by the way. I should give them a plug that features celebrities like yourself doing shout outs. They've got Irish gifts and hampers and that kind of thing. So he has organised this really, this night is going to be such a treat, not just for Sopranos fans, for, but for fans just of acting in general and the, and the movie biz and TV biz that's happening at uh, McAllister's in, in Dundalk. So what can people expect from the night? Well, I'm actually doing um, an event. I'm here in Detroit, Michigan. I'm from New York. I'm in Detroit, Michigan. I've been here with, uh, let's see, four days. Doing similar events. Uh, last night I was in a cigar bar, a cigar lounge. And, uh, you know, I tell my story, how I got started in The Sopranos. And, uh, and then I answer questions that people have. Usually it's about the ending or about yeah. the movie. <laughs> But um be fun. I think that the McAllister's is perfect. It's got a lot of history at the McAllister's pub, 100 years old. Plus, and uh, I love Patty. He's a great guy. And uh, I'm, everyone I tell them is on an island, they show, you're going to love it. It's so beautiful. Oh, you've so not I been here wait. before. Going... Okay, so this is your first visit. Oh, no. No, I'm going to Ireland before I made it to Italy. You believe it? <laughs> oh my goodness, that's fantastic! <laughs> but you know, getting getting to you know Sopranos and acting, I did read somewhere that uh, Benicio del Toro gave you your big break. Is that right? Um, he certainly helped me with the Sopranos. I was uh, the first movie I ever did. Benicio, I didn't get to work with Benicio, but Benicio was in it. It's called Money for Nothing. Great movie. Uh, John Cusack. Oh, you like it? Okay. And you want to like you want you're the person who saw it. Okay, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a so, great movie. People uh, need to seek that out. That's a great movie. Yeah, about Joey Coyle. Um, and he might obviously. Uh, I had a little scene in there, but um, he wrote and directed a short film. Asked me to be the lead in it with Matthew McConaughey, and uh, I did that. And then I moved back from LA back to New York. And he got me in two movies that he was in and happened to be the soprano casting directors were casting those. And they said, you know, you're in our movies. We don't even know who you are. Why don't you come and meet us? So I did. And they have an agent. I said, no. They said, well, just keep in touch with us every two months, see what we got going on. I did. And uh, that's how I got my start in The Sopranos and through Benicio. That is such a cool Hollywood story. Can I just say that's brilliant? And, you know, like you were a little bit, though, kind of on the fence about TV. I mean, TV acting now is nearly becoming bigger than acting in the movies in ways, you know, particularly with like the arrival of Netflix and all that sort of stuff. But back then you were kind of like, oh, TV project, I'm not sure. Right. Um, even they like, you know, I guess I auditioned 97. <clears throat> but now TV blew up. But back then, people wanted to be like, you know, movie stars and just do movies. And now TV is just as big, if not bigger. So, you know, they said to me, uh, you don't even have an agent. So don't worry about what you want to be and what you want to be in. Uh, and they were right. And they said, this is going to be something special. Make sure either, uh, you come into this audition. Oh. Very good. So when you do go into the audition, like, do you have to get really psyched up? Like, do you have to get into the mind of the gangster, the accent, the walk, the whole bit? Well, 
you know, it was so long ago, and I'm going to give away something that I'm sure you know, and maybe your listeners, but I, it was for a different character. It was, yeah. It was, yeah, it was one scene in a bakery, and I get thrown out because Christopher is being disrespected. I mean, when, you know, I was just playing a regular guy, going to get, like, you know, pastries and bread oh, in, a, okay. in a bakery. Now, I grew up in Brooklyn, which is notorious for, you know, mobsters. Yeah. Um, uh, and so where I grew up, you know, you, you watch these guys, you see them, uh, you know how they talk, you go to the same places they go, restaurants or bars, and it's just like it's second nature to me. So um, doing my role, you know, it would have been easy to play a mobster. Uh, it was more challenging to play... Uh, you know, a guy in a closet yeah. and he comes out. So that was the challenge acting was. And that's what I wanted. So that's how I came about. And and before I chat to you a little bit about that, can you can you give me like a gangster, like a lesson real quick? Like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. Do you know what I mean? Like if I wanted to kind of, you know, go in there and command the room, be like, forget about it. You know, is that good enough, do you reckon? To uh, get <laughs> <laughs> too many, uh, too many. You pronounced it too nicely. Oh, okay. Forget I'm too nice. It. Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah. Forget about it. Forget about yeah, it. Forget, forget about it. it. You forget, forget about it. You're gonna, you're gonna ask me uh, when you go to McDonald's. You're gonna have a, uh, a a crack. I'm gonna go just like. Forget about it. <laughs> well, That's actually, it. when you go to McAllister's, the only phrase in Dundalk that you need, right? I'm going to give you a quick lesson, real quick, is mon the town, yeah. right? Mon the town. So instead of saying, come on the town, you have to be like, mon the town. Mon the town, like that. Mon the town? Mon the town? Kind of, but don't ask mon a question. The <laughs> kind of like, mon the town. Uh, you know what I mean? You're confident, like m- they're going to do well. Mon the town, mon the town. Mon the, I might use that on a plane. Do it, I'm man. Gonna be, uh, I'm going to be practicing that. Mon the town. Mon the, mon the town. But tell me about Vito because, oh my goodness, what a, what a huge storyline for this guy. Now, I did hear somewhere along the line that you it was sort of your idea for him to be in the closet. Uh, well, it wasn't sort of, it was 100%. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, once they brought me back as uh, Vito, um, I got to kill Jackie Jr., which was a big treat. I was yeah. nice. <laughs> and the season three. And um, I was reading a book called uh, Murder Machine, a true story um, about a crew in Brooklyn. And one of the guys in this crew uh, was gay. So I um, suggested to one of the writers to read the book. I said, look, I'm reading this book. This is kind of very, it's very interesting. You never get to uh, see this mm. uh, about a gay mobster, and I'd be willing to do it. And it's the only, it took him two years to do it. And it, it was the only suggestion that David Chase ever took from an actor. Wow. And that changed my life. It really yeah. did. And like, was it daunting as well? Because like, you know, you'd get a couple of movies under your belt. This is a massive TV show. It's hugely popular, like for you as an actor. And also for the writers, there was a, a big, you know, risk involved there. You maybe weren't sure about how the, the audience would respond. You know, what was it like for you personally? Well, like I said, being from where I'm from in Brooklyn, uh, real guys stopped talking to me, some of them. Wow. 
uh, yeah, they weren't. Uh, I had a little problem one time with a guy whose uncle was really big. Um, but for the most part, you know, guys in Brooklyn, just like, you know, the mob, they like to break, um, to break shoes, so they say, mm. so to say, coconuts. And so, you know, I took a lot of kidding and jabbing, but, uh, for the most part, it was pretty good. They knew it was an acting job. And, uh, like I said, I'm a self-taught chef. I'm pretty much a self-taught actor. So I wanted to prove to myself and to people that I could act. And I wanted a challenge, so that's why I was willing to do it. You certainly proved us all. <laughs> you really did, because it's such it's such an an iconic performance that people go back to again and again, and it will be remembered. It really did, it will. So before we finish up, Joseph, can I ask you some sl- silly questions? Yeah. What is in your pockets right now? Just my wallet. Um, who is the last person you texted? Uh, well, my friend that's sitting with me. I sent them a picture from, uh, I think, last night. Okay, lovely, lovely. Yeah. Uh, pineapple on a yeah. pizza, yes or no? Oh, oh, please, I'm about to vomit. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> good, good, Joseph, you're not yeah, one of these no. weird people. Yeah, uh, what song would have you running to the dance floor? Oh, good one. You know, I'm an old classic disco guy. Yeah. I don't know, maybe Don't Stop the Music. Yes. Anything by the tramp. And uh, what's the strangest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keep, it clean, Keep it clean, Joe. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, ask me the... the uh, I autographed a certain... Bo- it was a woman. Well, a certain body part. Oh, lovely. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me too. <laughs> and for her. Um, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> and if today was your last day on earth, what would you do? Well, I'd find the girl that I autographed. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I'd make a nice um, linguine with clam sauce. That's a, that's a pretty good last day, Joe, has to be said. Joseph, it has been such a real pleasure. Thank you so, so much for chatting to me and expect a big Irish welcome when you arrive over here in the next few weeks. Oh, I look forward to it and thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Oh, what a legend, Joseph Ganescoli. He is coming to McAllister's Bridge Street and Dock, April 23rd. Tickets are available, ticketstop.ie. And it's an evening with Joseph Ganescoli, uh, Vito in The Sopranos. And uh, we're all very much looking forward to him heading over here. Watch out for him. He'll be around and Dock. And he is such a cool guy. You, if you're a fan, he definitely will stop for an autograph and, and chats and all the rest. But April 23rd in McAllister's in Bridge Street. And a big thank you to Paddy. Casey from Irish FI who set up that interview. Thank you so much for that. 11 to 1. Everywhere, Niall Horan and Anne-Marie, we will be out tomorrow on the show. Yep, Pat and the LMFM Roadrunner crew will be live at the open day for students seeking to enrol at Dunboyne College. So this is the largest post-leaving cert, uh, post-leaving college in the region and uh, students from schools all over Meath, West Dublin and North Kildare will be on site. So we will be meeting the principal, staff and students from the college to find out more about the range of courses available and how students can use the courses to achieve 
achieve their career goals. Grants and supports as well are available and applications are now opening for courses that commence in September. So we'll be finding out all of the details of that with Pat on tomorrow's show. Getting back to today and if you're on the job hunt, I've got a couple here for you today. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Sarah Thompson and Associates requires qualified and part qualified accountants for their busy practice in Kells. Please send your CV to sarah at sarahthompson.ie or check the website sarahthompson.ie. Meath County Council have the following vacancies available. An executive quantity surveyor, water and sewerage caretaker grade 3, retained firefighter based in Ashburn, water and sewerage caretaker grade 5, pool lifeguard slash swimming instructor. Please check current vacancies on the Meath County Council website for details. Scallywags Crash Toher requires payroll and office administrator in Louth to apply. Please contact them by email. Toher, 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 what am I like? Toher cpg at yahoo.ie toharcpg at yahoo.ie also we've another here uh, Lynn Mac Auto in Navin requires a fully qualified mechanic please apply to Lynn Mac Auto so that's L-Y-N Mac M-A-C Auto A-U-T-O at gmail.com or you can check out their Facebook page as well uh, Scallywags uh, Crash are looking for a payroll and office administrator toharcpg at yahoo.ie to apply for that one PJ Murray Engineering requires an agri parts and tool salesperson please email CVs to pjmurraying at gmail.com or visit their Facebook and Instagram pages for more details don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie LMFM Job Search There's Gavin James Hearts on Fire on LMFM's 11 to 1 Getting back to some of your messages we were talking about keepsakes because Kat Dealey has decided to keep her children's baby teeth and dip them in gold and put them on a bracelet on her wrist and we were just talking about keepsakes and what you've kept Um, James says My first curl I'm 55 yeah, there's a couple coming in now on the hair front. People keep the first lock of hair, this kind of thing. Ellen says, Sinead, I have the kids' first tooth kept in a little china keepsake box. It probably is a bit gross, says Ellen. Well, look, at you know, Ellen, it's up to yourself if you want to keep these things, you know. Uh, I'm more on the vein of wearing it around your wrist is a step too far for me. Sinead, I have my kids... Um, my first child, sorry, first curl, uh, didn't keep any more, isn't it shocking? I've got three more kids, says Jer. Well, you see, this is what happens, isn't it? You know, you get so enthusiastic for the first child and then you couldn't give a hoot <laughs> for the rest of them, Jer, keeping all this stuff. I mean, I'm with you on that. Uh, Kerry says, Sinead, my mum was doing a clean out and gifted us a book with all of our keepsakes. Really lovely pictures and uh, things from the hospital, lots of keepsakes. But in the middle of them all, in mine, I found a manky looking plaster. Uh, turns out my mum had kept my first bandage from a grazed knee was a bit gross, says Kerry. <laughs> the first plaster. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that would be... Because you take it out and get rid of that because the rest of the book sounds lovely, Kerry. Thank you so much for all of your messages on that. Weird and wonderful keepsakes that we keep from our kids, I think. You know, their first picture, you know, the hospital band, the hat, things like that. <laughs> That's what I'll keep anyway. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you to everybody who contributed. I'll leave you in the company of heart. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1.